what's up what's up this is episode nine of the we got this girl podcast and i'm your host patrice so today we're going to be talking about a spacious place okay and as women we carry so many burdens on us um to be perfect to be pristine, to dress the part, to look the part, for our makeup to be beat, for our hair to be banging, for our shoes to be on point, for our edges to be fleet. It's just so much pressure. Um, and as women, we we can get tired and we can feel like there's no safe place for us to go. But God creates a spacious place for us. And when he creates a spacious place for us, he does it because he loves us and he does it because he's growing us in him. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is a spacious place. God is so amazing because he creates he he has created a spacious place for me. And there is some things that I'm realizing about this spacious place is that God makes it a safe place for us to grow for us to heal as women because we've been through a lot whether it was self-inflicted soul ties and situationships and whatever this case may be or whether it was inflicted by others and persecutions and jobs and places where we don't feel welcome and we feel unwanted or uninvited right And he also creates this spacious place for us to feel loved and secure. So, as always, (laughs) you know you can contact me at wegotministry at gmail.com. That's W-E-G-O-T-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y at gmail.com. And let me know if you've discovered the spacious place that God has created for you. I want to hear from you. So let's define what a spacious place is. And this is solely on my opinion. Okay. So this is not like this is what a spacious place is. This is only what a spacious place can be. But this is just from my convictions of what the scriptures say. And kind of my opinion and my testimony and based on my testimony of what I think a spacious place is. So I think that a spacious place is it can be a physical place. It can be a mental space. It can be a spiritual space. I think it can be all of the above. But it's a place that God creates for his daughters. And he can create it for men, too, of course. But since we're ladies and this is a podcast for ladies, then it's a place where he creates for his daughters to feel secure and to feel safe from the world. So, of course, God's not going to isolate us from the world, right? He's not going to say, "Okay, well, the world ain't treating y'all right, so I'm just going to take y'all out. Not yet. Jesus is going to come back for us, but not yet. Okay, we don't know when it's going to be. But we know that he's going to come back for us if we don't die first. Um, And so there's going to be a time where as women 
all those burdens are going to be lifted up from us and we're going to be in heaven and we're going to be glorifying the Lord and praising his name and dancing and singing and praising and worshiping and doing all those heavenly things. But for right now, we live on earth. And I think what this spacious place is, is God's kingdom. Is God's kingdom. And so he creates that for us in a way Y'all, as always, excuse these loud cars outside my window, but he creates a spacious place for us to feel loved and for us to feel like we're secure enough to grow in him. Okay, and so that's what we're going to look at today. I want us to turn to 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel Verse 22, 2 Samuel, verse, excuse me, chapter 22, verse 1 through 20. We're going to read 1 through 20, um, and it's a big chunk, but I want us to read 1 through 20, so we're going to do it together. But it's 2 Samuel, chapter 22, verses 1 through 20. And it says, David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, verse two, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge and my savior from violent people. You save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and have been saved from my enemies. The waves of death swirled about me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I called out to my God. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. Mm. The earth trembled and quaked. The foundations of the heavens shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke arose, smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his canopy around him. The dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot his arrows and scattered the enemy. With great bolts of lightning, he routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed, and the foundations of the earth laid bare at the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of breath from his nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Amen. So I love that scripture. Because no matter where we are, no matter what we've done, right, <laughs> no matter what we've inflicted upon ourselves or what others have inflicted upon us, 
God is good and his love endures forever, right? That's something that we keep in mind. But because of God's grace and his mercy, he creates a spacious place for us here on earth. To learn, to grow, to dig deeper in him, to be loved. And I think I love this scripture and this in this passage that we just read in 2 Samuel that David is talking about. Because of things he says, he brought me into a spacious place. He rescued me, right? He rescued me from myself. He rescued me from other people. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Because God cares so much for us, he wants us to grow. He wants us to be whole. He wants us to be healed. He wants us to feel loved. He didn't have to, right? God doesn't need us, but he wants us. He's chosen us. And so he creates these special places for us. And for me, my spacious place um, is my church. God created a place for me where I could come and grow in him. You know, he used this church because it's not the church, it's him, right? But he uses people and he uses this particular church to to grow me, right? For me to have, for me to see his glory, for me to be in the scriptures in a way and be taught to be in the scriptures in a way that I've never known before. For me to have accountability and to grow in him. And not only is it a place, and your safe place may not be a church, it may be your job. It may be women on your job that that teach you the scriptures, that point out and say, hey, this is how God wants you to live. God loves you. It may be your family. It may be your, your school. It may be your roommates. Who knows how God has created a spacious place, but he knows us so well because we're his daughters. He created us from behind in our mother's womb and we're fearfully and wonderfully made, right? We're his workmanship. So of course he knows us, right? Right, girl? He he, he knows us. So he knows exactly what we need in our spacious places. And exactly who we need because most of the time he works through people he doesn't have to but most of the time he works through people oh that's how he's shown me and so in those moments where people are like hey girl um hey sis this is what the scriptures say and you not doing that <laughs> and all i can think of is hey god has me in this spacious place because the world would not treat me like this you know, when you do something wrong in the world, they like, okay, you did something wrong, off goes your head, right? <laughs> but in God, that doesn't, mm -mm. his grace and his mercy is sufficient and it reaches out to all of us. So let's turn to um, Psalm 118 and we're going to look at verse 5 first and then we're going to look at verse 18. But so first, let's go to Psalm 118, verses 5 through 6. Psalm 118, verses 5 through 6. It says, When hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. 
he brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. Wow. So in those moments, I love that it says, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. Not only does God create a spacious place for us here on earth, but he doesn't leave us in that spacious place to fend for ourselves and to figure it out. It says, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. When hard pressed, right? When I cried on my knees and I repented, (laughs) And I cried to the Lord. This is just my editorial version. He brought me into a spacious place. He hears our cries, ladies. He hears our cries. He hears our cries that we don't feel appreciated. He hears our cries that we don't feel wanted in the spaces that we're in in the world. But he brings us into his spacious place, which we know will always be perfect. And it says, the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. The Lord is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. I have the grace from God to love my enemies and to look in triumph over them. And so when we jump down to verses 18 and we talk about how in those spacious places God grows us. And I don't, I'm not going to go too deep into the growing part because we have growth is itchy and it goes all into depth about growth um, from the Holy Spirit. But In verse 18, it says, the Lord has chastened me severely. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open for me the gates of righteous. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. I will give thanks. I will give you thanks for you answered me. You have become my salvation. The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice and be glad. So even though God will, even in these spacious places, we know that God didn't leave us in these spacious places just to fend for ourselves. But we don't know how to correct ourselves. We don't know how to grow, right? We have to have God in those moments. And even though when he corrects, because he corrects with truth and by the truth, and it hurts. (laughs) Trust me, it hurts. But what this is saying and what I love is that it doesn't harm. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. And then it goes on, open the gates of righteous for me. I will enter that gate, which is righteous, and give thanks to the Lord. Only the people who enter this gate is righteous. So in that spacious place, not only does God correct us and he grows us in uh, in him. And we talked about how he heals us. Right? After we've gotten ourselves into trouble or after other people have hurt us, 
but he makes us righteous and he makes us whole and we may enter into those gates and I love it. it says and I will give thanks for you answered me you have become my salvation not ourselves has become our salvation not other people not the church as in the people of the church and the religious aspect of the church but no god jesus holy spirit has become our salvation jesus is our salvation isn't that just amazing Mm. i think for me It took me so long to realize that God had put me in a spacious place. I was fighting it and I was so upset because I didn't realize why I felt so unprotected. And that's just a trick of the of the enemy. Of course, we always talk about how Satan wants us to disbelieve God. And disbelieve what he said he's going to do. God is our protector. We read that in 2 Samuel 22. But we can read that all over the Bible. God has protected his daughters and his sons. Um, And so we know that God is our protector. We also know that he cares for us. And we also know that he's good. And his love endures forever. But one thing that I struggled with hard. Was just feeling unprotected. Like why do things keep happening to me? And it's not that. Y'all forgive these cars outside my window. But it's not that God is saying that these things are not going to happen. It's saying that he's going to take care of us despite these things happening. Despite people treating us terrible on our jobs. Despite us, you know, getting cussed out by that woman at uh hibbits i don't know i'm just naming something random despite us getting ourselves into these soul ties that we may have gotten ourselves into or despite us um you know sinning or whatever the case may be despite all of that there's grace and there's mercy there's repentance and there might be consequences to our actions But there's grace and there's mercy and God creates a spacious place when we yield to him and surrender. And I think that was the thing for me. I just had not surrendered. But when we surrender, we kind of like remove ourselves out the way. And I still (laughs) I still haven't surrendered fully as much as I could. But giving up and saying, you know what, Lord? Your way is higher than my way. Your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And knowing that God has our best interest at heart. He is on our team. And he cares for us. So another thing about a spacious place is that we're loved. And I want us to turn to John 15. And we're going to look at verse 9. And then we're going to finish up in Revelation 12. And we're going to talk about the woman in the wilderness. And I remember one of my, um, one of the sisters in the church, she had me study out John 12 last year around this time in the summer. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, but I, and now looking back at the scripture, I look at it so differently. Um, but we're going to talk about the woman in the wilderness and how God had created a spacious place for her to take care of her. 
But we're going to look at how we're loved in this spacious place. And so this is um, John 15, verse 9. John 15, verse 9. It says, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. And so Jesus promises to always love us. And I love this because it doesn't say, well, remain in my love. And as I promise to love you only if you do this, this, and this. So we can take this as a promise. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Period. (laughs) That's the end. Now remain in my love. We can remain in God's love in this spacious place and remember that he loves us and that he cares for us. And so to finish this off and talking about our spacious place, we're going to look at our old good sis, good sis in the wilderness, the woman in the dragon. And I know um, Sarah Jakes Roberts is doing a tour Um, And I really recommend um, listening either online or actually going to that tour. It's called Wild Woman. And she basically, um, she just does an amazing, amazing job at just sharing and and teaching about the Wild Woman. And I think um, I was going to try to go to it. I don't know if I'm still going to try to go to it. But listening to her online from last year's conference was amazing. And um, I actually want to go back and listen to it again because I know I'm going to hear different things that I didn't hear last year when I listened to it for the first time. But I really um, uh, encourage anyone who wants to, you know, look more into this, this wild woman and spacious place and all those different things to go um, to her conferences and look up the wild woman uh, conference tour that she's doing. And that's Sarah Jake Roberts. Um, but yeah, so let's look at, um, Revelation 12 and to really get an understanding, we're going to read verses one through six. Okay. One through six. So it says a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in pain as she was about to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his head. Its tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that it might devour her child the moment he was born. She gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter. And her child was snatched up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God, where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. So I wanted to finish up with that because revelation is is revelation, okay? It's God's word, but it can be kind of 
mysterical, I guess you could say if that's a word, <laughs> full of mystery. And so I didn't want us to focus on exactly like, well, this is what it said and this is what this means, because honestly, to speak the truth, I don't know. OK, but what I do know is that there is a woman who is pregnant and she's in pain and she's about to have a child. So she has all of this. She has a child that she's about to give birth to. She's in pain. She's crying. You know, there ain't no epidural. <laughs> she's not in a hospital, but she's in the wilderness. And so there's this dragon that's standing in front of her waiting to devour her son, waiting. And it says this woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God. That's the most power. That's what I wanted us to really focus on. The woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of for 1,260 days. Which is roughly, I think, about three and a half years. Don't quote me on it, but I think it's about three and a half years. Sometimes our spacious places might not look like the comfy living room that we are maybe picturing in our head. It might be a wilderness. But even in those wilderness, even in those spacious places that don't look too appealing... Because that's what it was for me in my spacious place. There was still so much going on and I was still going through so much in life that I'm like, okay, ain't no way. You know, now that I look back at it, I know in my mind, I was like, ain't no way this could be a spacious place. But it was. It may have been a wilderness, but it was a place that God had prepared for me to grow and to heal and to be loved and to feel protected. And I love that it says the woman fled into the wilderness to a place prepared for her by God where she might be taken care of. God takes care of us in these spacious places, no matter where he creates them. He takes it and puts it in right in the middle of our circumstances, right in the middle of all the mess that we're going through at work or all the mess that we're going through at church, or all the mess that we're going through at school, or all the mess that we're going through at home. He creates that spacious place right there. And it's a place where we can just get in his lap as his daughters and feel safe and secure, protected, love, grow, and to be healed and redeemed. Mm. So, pray and ask God, Lord, create a spacious place for me. Go back and look at those scriptures. And that's going to be my challenge for this week, too. You know, as tired as I am from exams and papers that I've been turning in and just life in general, just to go back and say, God, thank you for this spacious place. Ooh, wow. That was episode nine, y'all. <laughs> Four more episodes. I can't believe we're almost to the end of season one. I'm so excited. So you're probably wondering, too, how you're going to, um, after season one, you know, how are we going to keep up with the We Got This Girl podcast? How is our family going to stay together? Well, let me tell you, I'm already taking care of it. So at the end of season 13, we're going to launch the We Got This Girl podcast Instagram and Twitter page. 
and that is how you're gonna keep up with the keeping up okay so we're gonna stay together y'all we're gonna Y'all, I just got so country there. <laughs> My southern girl came out. But we're going to stay together. And we're going to be um, keeping up with each other until season two. So don't fret. <laughs> but as always, I love you guys. And I will see you next week in episode 10 of the We Got This Girl podcast. Bye.